0: Then I won't stop till both these squirrels get their nuts, hey huh, You know it's good when we freak in, king size squeak in After I ease in, if you was with me, baby, 24-7 Best believe that every single day would be a sweet day huh, Curry sweeter than a cheesecake If you want beef, prophecy it would be a cake. I make love to you till you fall asleep leaving you a sweet dream between the sheets it was the night before that night? i was born on that day but not last night once upon a time i had my cash right plug called he ain't act right i'm far from a slow nigga in this fast life he pulled up i got low hit the black light once upon a time slimy niggas catch a bad night when bad police die they don't deserve that once upon a time they need to feel what god raps like oh so so folks feel me like a pass light head bustle i'm shining bright as a mag light once upon a time when
1: will the government act right Opinionated imbecilious... What's good everybody? It's your man Big Dom coming live naturally with another True Players Podcast episode. Um, just recapping a, a good week of football as far as the New York football teams are, um, with the New York Jets and Giants winning once again this week. Um, it's it's great, and the NBA season just started. I'm I'm just so hyped right now, excited. Just everything's going on perfectly right now with 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 the New York New York um scene, except the New York Yankees. And we're gonna start off with there yesterday they were they were eliminated they were swept out of the playoffs by the Houston Astros um they gave the Astros during the during the series gave the Astros some extra outs and and the Astros just took advantage and swept the Yankees and 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 you know the for all the things they talk about with the Astros with the um sign stealing and all that stuff they've been they've been in the World Series for at the last six years, they've been in the World Series. And this is the second time we're with Dusty Baker. Let's see what's going to happen with Dusty. Can Dusty finally get the last thing he needs to fulfill a Hall of Fame career as a manager? Is to get that elusive World Series ring. All right. And not only that, they're going to be facing the Philadelphia Phillies. The third place team in the NL East is going to represent the National League. In the World Series, after beating the Padres in five games, okay. I'm gonna tell you why I'm I'm, I'm kind of interested in this because we got two former former Met players on that team, former Met pitchers, who was on the 2015 New York Mets NL pennant champions, which is Noah Syndergaard and Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler was impressive in his first, in his two starts in the NLCS, shut down the Padres. Pitch with some heart. He wasn't nibbling around the plate, you know, unlike unlike what 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 the Mets pitchers was doing against the Padres, you know. Uh, Zach Willis is 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 making me eat a whole lot of crow right now because I remember when he was a free agent just two years ago. In 2020, I told him, I told everybody, he's not worth four, want you eighteen million for four years, and boy, this man has shut me up. I'm eating a lot of crow right now. Because it's okay to be wrong sometimes. But when 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 this guy is showing and after coming back from Tommy John's surgery, being erratic as a New York Mets pitcher, he found his groove. If He's a late bloomer. He found his groove. He became the ace of the, the Philadelphia Phillies staff. You know? Like I said, the Phillies did what the Mets couldn't do. They beat the Padres in five games. The Padres wasn't taunting, wasn't, you know, coming up there with their chin up, talking mad shit. The Phillies just beat them. Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto. JT Real Muto was a guy that the Mets wanted two years ago to be their catcher. And he came through big time. Big big hits throughout the series. Um, the key was shutting down Gresham and Kim. Gresham, all of a sudden, was a nobody in this series. A uh, fucking nobody. This is a guy that Mets couldn't stop. They couldn't keep the Mets couldn't keep Kim off base, but the Phillies were, the Phillies were able to do that because they didn't walk him. You know, so now they punched that ticket to the World Series. And I think don't don't get it twisted. You know, where everybody see Houston go seven and zero in the playoffs, they do they do four loss, and I think the Phillies could do it. They got they got some good pitching. They got good pitching. And some bullpen. So they got uh, Nola, Wheeler, Syndergaard. even though I saw him come off the come off the bullpen. He should get a start in this world series against the, the against the Astros. So we'll see what's gonna happen. If you ask me, ask me a betting man. If I was bent on the series, I would say Houston in six. But I'm going as a people the Mets fans are gonna kill me, but I am rooting for the Phillies. Only because if I got family in Philly. I got a large contingent of family in Philadelphia. So I have to give a little rooting to, to that team a little bit. Even though I'm a diehard Nets fan. But the Mets the Mets have just totally disappointed me this season. So it, it doesn't even figure it into the equation. So enough with the bad news with the Yankees being swept. They got the brooms on them. Um we got the World Series set up, which is going to be starting on this coming Friday first pitch on Fox 5 if you're in New York and Fox and Fox whatever whatever channel is Fox is in your in your state just stay tuned to that series I think it's going to be a good series but if, if the Phillies somehow pull it out and win this series I wouldn't be surprised because when it comes to World Series baseball the uh NL East has been the kryptonite of the Houston Astros remember Washington beat them when they were had they weren't supposed to beat them so stay tuned to that guys can't wait for that can't wait for that series even though I said I was not going to watch baseball since the Mets lost but it's been it's been a, it's been a good playoff season for for major league baseball so it got, got my interest back up again like I said I'm only rooting because I got former Mets on that team so We're gonna move on from the baseball aspect of it and get on to the NBA season. Start the NBA season, which my New York Knicks start off one and one. First game of the season, I saw some things the first game. I was like, come on, we're back to the same old crap again. But then I seen Jalen Brunson come in in there and stabilize everything, stabilize the offense, stabilizing the defense, making big plays, big passes, big shots. You know what I'm saying? In the first game, the Knicks came back from 19 down the fourth quarter to push it to overtime. Only, only, only to lose to Job Moran's 34 points, um, losing 115 to 112, which RJ Barrett struggled. His struggled that first game, but once a, it wasn't a surprise. But I liked the way Cam Reddish played. There was some offensive sets that I felt that he should have had the ball in the fourth quarter and in overtime because he was able to get to the basket at will against the the Grizzlies defense. So. The New York Knicks are gonna have a decision to make, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna get to that. And then game in the second game of the season, the, the home opener at the Garden, they blew out the Pistons, uh, one thirty to one hundred six. Big games, a very deep and um, I'll say not a deep game, but very um, deep box score. The Knicks had at least six guys in double figures, leading with uh, RJ, leading with um, IQ Emmanuel quickly with twenty points. Barrett had 18 points, Brunson with 17, Randall with 15, Topper with 16, Rolls with 13 points. You know, this team, when this team shares the ball, it's going to be hard to defend this team. And like I said, Jilly Brunson brings in and just brings a stability to this team, to this to this basketball team that we haven't had since I say Mark Jackson back in ninety two. But you know, I mean, you could say, you can say for you can say Charlie Ward a little bit, a little bit. I'm going back to Mark Jackson back in '92 when the point guard position was stabilized with a good, with a great point guard. Um, but yeah, the Knicks are going to have to make a big decision when Quentin Grimes comes back from his injury with Cam Reddish and Evan Fournier. Yes, Evan Fournier is a great three-point shooter. We understand that, but it does give you everything on both both sides, both ends of the floor. And I think Cam Reddish, you may lose a little bit of three-point shooting, but you're going to get the defense, the athleticism, and the ability to make to create his own shot and go to the hole strong and get to the foul line. The Knicks next, next are going to have to make a big decision. And the decision is very simple. You got to trade Fournier to get some salary cap relief. And to put you guys in position to sign another free agent or put put that money in that basket this week to possibly be signed Cam Reddish, depending on how he plays this season. I think the, the Knicks could be very good this season. I'm not saying they could win 50 games. I'm not saying that, but I believe they could win about f- between 42 to 45 games this year if everyone remains healthy. If Randall keeps playing the unselfish ball that I'm seeing in the past two games, but the only, the only thing I got with I only issue I got with Randall is um, stop. You know, I don't, I don't want him to be at the three point line too much. Getting the getting up get under the basket, grab some rebounds, get easy shots, easy layups. Be take it easy on yourself. You I know you came in we came into the came in this season with great shape, in great shape, but take it easy. You know, so don't don't wear yourself out. We need you for the entire. We need you if you're going to be on the team for the entire season, then make sure you have the energy to do, the energy for the playoffs as well, which is you getting easy shots under the basket and grabbing rebounds. Also, we don't need you to bring the ball up court no more. We got Jalen Brunson. Matter of fact, we got, got three-point guards that can bring the ball up court now. And Brunson quickly and rows. So we don't need you to bring the ball up court. We want you to score your points as easy as possible, grab some rebounds, and get, and get the assists while you're being double-teamed. Because double-team is coming. So the Knicks are going to be playing the Orlando Magic tonight. Hopefully, yeah, the Orlando Magic tonight. So we'll see what happens tonight when they play. All right. So let's get to the NFL football, the, the 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 New York state of mind football teams, both football teams. albeit it comes as far as the Jets go, comes with some bad news. But let's get to the Giants. They go to six and one. They beat they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty three to seventeen in Jacksonville, which they never won there before. Never won in Jacksonville, so they beat the Jaguars, and they and they they got fortunate. They sealed the they sealed the game with a defensive stop at the one yard line towards the end of the game, on a fourth down, with the from a pass from Trevor Lawrence, who had a great game. Trevor Lawrence was twenty two of forty three, three hundred ten yards, and 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 Etienne Travis Etienne, you know, fourteen carries, one hundred ten yards, but the but the you know my main man, Saquon Barkley, keeps doing it again. He's back, baby. He's back. 24 carries 110 yards and also Daniel Jones chipped in with 11 carries uh, 107 yards as a quarterback. And he kind of kind of struggled a little bit this game but you know he made it up with his legs. Made, made it up with his legs. Maybe the Giants do maybe the Jets are just one receiver away from being that team in the NFC East. Odell. Hi Odell. Odell. <laughs> OBJ. Where the Giant fans at? Let me know. I need to find out if you guys are interested in having OBJ OBJ back. Hell, you could call the Jets up and see if you get Denzel Mims. You know what I'm saying? Make that happen. If you could. The guy needs to change the scenery. Even though he was taken off the active list. Take off the um the, the deactivated list. He played this game. Um so the Giants, they're going to gear up to gear up to play my my guy Geno Smith, who's been playing great. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Chargers yesterday. He's playing great. You know, top top QB rating in the NFL, tops in completion completion percentage. Geno Smith is a definition of a late bloomer. But keep in mind one thing: when you're surrounded by good offensive coaching, that could coach to your abilities. You're going to look good. That's some of the Jets the, the, some of the Jets have been lacking for years. They have caught they have wasted a few quarterback a few quarterback careers because of that. Start with Sanchez started, started with Sanchez, him, Darnold, and I hope they don't do that with Wilson either. As we as we now transition into the with the New York Jets. Tough defensive battle with the New York Jets. They came out and won the game. They won the game sixteen nine. Defensive battle. Sauce Gardner is earning his stripes, man. Listen, we may have Gardner or Gardner's Island, you know now. Already, it's only been six six. Only been six games. Or are we gonna have Gardner's Island? Or we can have Gardner's Gardner Garden. Who knows? Whatever you want to call it. Shutting down, shutting down the the best receivers. Um, um judy tried to get loose the only time judy got loose was when he was when reed was Reed, reed was covering him but reed is a good cornerback too so you got to pick your poison you're gonna go after the rookie usually they go after the rookie but the, when the rookie is that good they ain't gonna try to test him they did test him twice but um they failed so russell wilson didn't play this game you know he's injured i believe it was a uh a show a thumb injury or something like that so He didn't play. Um, Zach Wilson did not play well. He was bailed out by the defense, 16 for 26, 121 yards. Um, He was helped out by the defense, helped out with that big Brees Hall run of 62 yards. Um, Brees Hall ended ended up finishing with four carries for 72 yards in the TD. Um, Key block by Denzel Mims, who was activated today, was activated for the game. so. You know, big block by that. And what can I say? My man Quentin Williams continuing to be the dominant force that he can be. Last week against the Packers, he had two sacks, a block field goal. This man is doing everything. I, it's time for the Jets to pay this pay this man his money. Pay him his money. And pay his brother too, so you can keep him happy. You know, I know what I I don't know what it's like to have a brother or play with a family member on the same team but <clears throat> they need to you need to sign quentin williams in my opinion but the only damper I do have is is Elijah Moore situation and I meant to do this podcast earlier before the games were played to get getting Elijah Moore's ass but after watching the game yesterday and the play calling by Matt LaFleur again this guy seems to be a Braxton Barrios centric in his play calls. Yeah, I said it. Braxton Barrios is a decent receiver. Don't treat him like a number one receiver. Okay. But let me get into that a little bit more with Elijah Moore. He's complaining, he's complaining that he didn't get enough touches after the Jets won their third in a row. Bad timing, bro. Bad timing. And and first of all, me, me say this to Elijah Moore you're not at the point where you're not at the level of Jerry Rice yet so you can't be sitting there and calling for the fucking ball. I didn't get no touches. However, I do understand why you are also pissed off too. As I saw the game yesterday, in the first first half, it was Brax, Braxton Barrios, a pass to Braxton Barrios, screen to Braxton Barrios. Jet sweeps to Braxton Barrios. I think I posted something on Facebook in the middle of the second quarter, and all of a sudden, Michael Carter was getting those jet sweeps. Balls was thrown to um Smith. They probably saw my face on my post on Facebook and, and changed the whole offense. You didn't think the same things the same same things you were doing with um Brex and Barrios yesterday. You could have been doing that with Elijah Moore as well. Getting him his touches. I don't know about you. I don't know what you think about this, guys. I don't think Matt LaFleur is a good offensive coach. Um, he needs to focus on being a quarterback's coach. And let's get a coordinator in here who could utilize the full talent of this team. you got two great tight ends. and Two good tight ends, in Uzoma and Conklin. Why are they not getting the ball? Gary Wilson has been invisible since Joel Flacco went to the bench. Gary Wilson... Who by far is a better receiver than Elijah Moore? Is not getting his touches. Okay. Zach Wilson can't get him the ball. Is it because he's too short to get him the ball? It seems that way because he, he, he could only see Barrios. And when Elijah Moore plays his, plays, he sees Barrios, and he sees Corey Davis. But Corey Davis, they don't really pay attention to him <laughs> when they when they cover him. So that don't count. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of Corey Davis. Yeah, you as know, you, you guys can see, I'm not a fan of his. But you see where I'm going with the type of offense they're running. It's so centric to certain plays that they love. You know what I'm saying? I, listen, I don't mind creating plays for Barrios, but don't make him the, the focal point of the offense like they did yesterday. There was a pass in the in the third quarter, and the Jets was driving. They threw a, a post pattern to to Barrows, which caught, which got them a pass interference. But it could have been easily intercepted with, if they if the, if um they didn't throw that flag. You only throw you throw post patterns to guys like Garrett Wilson, guys who, who get up and get the ball in the air. You throw that 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 post pattern with with Denzel Mims or Corey Davis, bigger receivers. You hit throwing that shit to Barrios, who's too, who's too short to either jump up and get that to get that pass. And, and Denzel, Denzel Mims gets a screen pass catch and drops a ball, which which was thrown behind him because Zach Wilson doesn't realize how how fast Denzel Mims is. And almost got Mims injured. Come, this is this is the problem, and people people are not sold on Zach Wilson. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson, but I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I don't think Zach Wilson is getting the best coaching possible for him either. He's not getting the best coaching possible to, to, to enable him to, to to succeed. He's gonna go down the same line that 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 Mark Sanchez went down, Geno Smith goes down, and and Sam Darnold goes down, all that. If the Jets don't make a decision on bringing bringing in a true offensive coach, could utilize the weapons they have. They do have weapons, not the not not top tier, but good enough to be in the playoffs and good enough to win. It's too bad Brees Hall got injured. I saw the hit. I thought I thought he had a concussion, but then he said that it was his knee. I was like, oh shoot, here we go. The minute I hear somebody gets injured with their knee, the first thing I'm thinking is ACL. ACL injury. That's the first thing I think about it. Not only does he have an ACL injury, he has a minor meniscus tear in in his knee. So he's going to be out for the season. As well as Elijah Vera Tucker. This guy, I'm telling you, the the Jets, Joe Douglas got this offensive lineman right. He was drafted as a guard, but he showed his versatility by playing left tackle, right tackle. He had two shots at right tackle. He blew out his tricep. A big loss for the New York Jets in that offensive line. He's out for the season. Hopefully he'll be back for the playoffs. Hopefully, I hope he will be back for the playoffs. But it looks like he's going to be out for the season. George Fred has to come back to the team and play and take over that right tackle position. Dwayne Brown, since he came back, was is, is been great, albeit some 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 false starts and holes. He's been great. He made that they made that offensive line a whole lot better since his return. And also the Jets injuries continue. Corey Davis is out again with an injury. Uh, he he may be come back next week to play against to play against the um the Patriots, but we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, LaFleur, I'm not a bit, am not a fan of Matt LaFleur. He's not his brother. I mean, even his brother, It was, it was going on with the Patriots, I mean with the Packers right now, is not doing too, too great out there. It's too much. Their offense is too, cent- too one-great-receiver-centric offense. You got to have a, a, a mixture, some diversity diversity in that offense. Remember, we had, the Jets had fucking Charlie Weiss as offense coordinator, Dan Henning as offense coordinator, guys who were doing spread formations and all types of shit with that offense. You know? So, the Jets need to figure this shit out. We can't go, we can't go down and say another quarterback's not good enough, to, not a franchise quarterback, When we ourselves are shooting him in the foot, not giving him an opportunity or coaching him properly to utilize all the weapons that you have. There's no excuse. He has weapons. Two tight ends who are good. You drafted Garrett Garrett Wilson, who's going to be a beast if if, if utilized correctly. Put him in a slot. Put him outside. Move him around to get him open. Elijah Moore. As my camera goes out on me, guys. Sorry about that. This is crazy. may have to switch the cameras, guys, as we get ready to... (laughs) And this podcast this is amazing this is really let's see if i got everything back okay all right we're back guys sorry about that <laughs> camera goes out <laughs> but anyway let me get back to what i was saying um yeah you got to find a way to utilize all, all players you feel me and that's something that the jeffs need to do And get this team to the top. So sorry about that, guys. We we kind of had a little difficulty with the cameras, but as we're getting to wrap up this podcast, so you know, we'll see what happens next week against the Patriots. A big game next week. Just got to win win the fifth in a row. They won a f- won four in a row for the first time since twenty fifteen. So we're going to see what happens this week against the Patriots. They should beat the Patriots, but that defense, the New York Jets defense is, is a great defense. You got some guys who get after that quarterback, sack that quarterback. That's what I like to see, attack, attack, attack. So it's your man, Big Dawg. I'm going to sign off on this podcast. Any questions, comments, and complaints, you know what it is. Hit me up. Leave a comment on the, on the podcast. I'll answer them. Um, we will be back again next week possibly Monday to, to recap the the week the week of football and um, definitely you can watch subscribe to my YouTube channel um, the search for you to you search for two players Podcast on the YouTube channel subscribe to it follow me on instagram instagram.com forward slash true players podcast also follow me on Facebook my Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash true Players Dom. And you can listen to the podcast on the audio version on Anchor, Speaker, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio as well. So, like I said, it's your man, Big Dom. I want to sign off on this podcast, yo. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.